Wow, that's impressive. You do a daily podcast? Yes, and I'm going to continue to do it as long as I can. Hey, this is Michelle Spiva, your Practical Priestess of Wisdom, and I want to welcome you to today's podcast of Wisdom Smack. So sit back and join me as we talk about sustained stability for the win. I'll see you on the flip. Ah, yes, sustained stability. Why am I talking about that? Well, I'm talking about it because it's something that I wish I could say, oh, I have victory over that. I can do that at will all the time. And I'm going to say no. Sustained stability is one of the most harrowing things that I do. And it is because I have to deal with my ebbs and flow of energy, of moods and all of that other stuff. And as I'm doing this podcast daily, (laughs) I am determined that no matter what, I'm going to give the the best of my ability, um, what I'm learning, what I'm enduring, being uh, vulnerable and authentic with you guys. And I'm going to just say, sustained stability is uh, one of the things that I think is evergreen in my life. And I'm going to go on and say probably in yours too. So much so that I've made a quick little statement that helps me. And I've mentioned it in others, but it's this, and I have to remind myself of this, that, and it, and the saying is, is diligence and consistency always show up with a paycheck. Now, I don't mean a paycheck and just a paycheck, but it shows up with reward. It shows up with something that is accumulative that hopefully is for the good. And so on those days when I miss the mark, yeah, and I have those days where I'm just like, I can't do it. I'm I'm not feeling it. It's just not going to work. And I have seasons like that as well. Inevitably, understanding that this is about sustained stability for the win helps me to get back up and get the courage, the strength, and the focus to be able to get back on it and get back on the hustle, the grind, and all of that stuff that doesn't feel fun, that is not the rah-rah, that's not the, the, you know, the, the thing that is the glamorous part of what we do. And so because I'm, I'm sharing this with you today, I want to kind of take my time and just break down these things and give you a few wisdom uh, insights that I've gotten about this whole Uh, meeting yourself daily and developing the muscle, the tool, the skill, the desire, the proficiency, the perfection of having sustained stability. So first, let me break it down. Sustain the word. And that word, I actually um, meditated on that word for a while. And I just took the definition. And I'm going to say this, another wisdom insight. If you want to learn how to imbue the spirit of uh, a concept, take its definition or take it down to the word that exhibits the definition as much as possible and marble that around in your mind and move it down into your emotions and let it work on you by doing uh, little meditations for a while. And whether it be for a week, a month, or a year, Um, what I've done and continue to do is I'll have thematics where I have a theme for the year. I normally start looking in December to see if I want to change my theme. And if I feel like I've gotten 
what I needed to out of that theme for the year, then I will work on a new one. Um, but I've also taken that in in many little segments where it's not a, thema- a thematic goal for the year, but it is thing, you know, st- certain things that I, I want to work on, I want to give attention to, and I want to put my best foot forward. And I'm going to say sustained stability. I've been working on this for a few years now, and I am nowhere near being able to say I've conquered it, saying I've got it down pat or any of that kind of stuff. And so today I, I, I want to talk about it. I've actually been wanting to talk about it for a while, but I was like, oh, no, I'm not ready. <laughs> All right. So even doing the podcast the way I'm doing it uh, is a choice for me to work with building up my ability to sustain and be stable. Come, come on, let's face it. It's it can be hard when you commit to doing something daily. No, no holidays, just daily. And uh, having to remember that when, and I'm going to own it, and remember that when I said I was going to do it to the best of my ability in, in, in um, the right way to be vulnerable enough to share the real stuff, to share the insights, to share the books and all of that kind of stuff, it takes a toll. It, it is a price to be paid to come before you, you know, and I also said that I was going to give my time, give myself time to do this in the dark to let it organically reach who it will before I start touting it and saying, look at me and all of this kind of stuff. And to listen, listen to the movement, to the spirit of um, the people that would willingly come to share with me today. I mean, to any day um, and to go back through it. And I, I, I tell you, it's, it's been hard. I mean, I've done, I've skirted around the issue. I've talked about grit and how that's when you grind out, not, not getting any kind of feedback and you have to do this over and over as if you're speaking into the void. I've talked about diligence and consistency and and what to do with those. And now it's come time because actually, you guys, this is episode 128. Yes, this is episode number 128. And I'm just now getting up the chutzpah, the the courage to speak about this as uh, authentically as I can. And saying that this is one of my, I'm not going to call it a nemesis because I don't look at this as an adversarial thing. I just look at this as one of my perennial evergreen teachers. And that is how to sustain stability, how to keep whatever pattern and whatever thing I'm going through, how to continue to do those things that are effective for me on a continued basis. You know, have you ever seen the person who they just got up and did the same thing every day for years? And because of that, they have become this this great person at whatever. And immediately it draws an intake of consideration and an exhale of adoration where you're like, wow, that's amazing or whatever. And it is because that person has understood and learned and grasped and become imbued with the power to sustain their stability. You know, those people who are the rocks of their community, they are the hands that people fan with. That is part of what it means to have a sustainability to be able to keep your stability. So let's get into the definitions that I looked at for these as I started meditating on them and trying to understand what I was really trying to get at instead of just 
thinking what I wanted to do. Okay, so the word sustain. This is the one that caused me the biggest amount of uh, energy, and I continue to grapple with it. And so to sustain. To sustain means to support, is to hold or bear up from below. Bear up from below. That means you've got the weight on your head, on your shoulders, on, at the top. So it's uh, you're the support. Uh, you're the one that gets walked on. <laughs> you're the one who has to bear the weight of the structure. It's also to sustain is to bear the burden or undergo the experience of suffering and injury or loss without giving way or yielding. Yeah. That one hurts a lot, especially when you're going through it. To sustain also means to keep going and keep uh, going in any action or process that you need to go through. Can't give up. Got to keep going. This one, to sustain, means to also provide food, drink, or other necessities of life. To give funds or means of support to those who need it that you said you were going to support. To support a cause or uphold as valid or just the correctness of a claim or the person who's making it. You know, think about a judge in a courtroom when um, an attorney uh, tries to interject when another attorney is uh, making a a statement or a claim, claim and the judge says sustained. That judge is telling that attorney that he or she sides with the original person who made their claim. That's powerful. Being being in that ability to judge something as something that you count as correct and just and that you're going to stick with that, that takes a lot. And it also can mean that when you sustain something, you confirm or corroborate a statement. That's picking a side. That's standing with someone or something or some ideal. That's a lot. So yeah, that sustaining, that it's more than a notion. And going through it, um, I got a, a big aha that I'm going to talk about after I, I talk a little bit about stability. So the definition for stability is simply having a firmness in position, being able to continue without change, having a permanence to whatever it is. But this is the biggest one. Having a resistance to change that is sudden or deteriorating. And stability boils down to being consistent. Now, when I looked at sustained stability, one of the things that I first thought about was being unmovable, unplacable, you know, and going through the meditative process. And that's what I'm going to tell you guys. Don't don't sleep on meditation. Do you realize that even if you can only muster 60 seconds of staying, staying still to allow your mind to order itself and to allow those wayward thoughts to dissipate, just even 60 seconds on a continual basis will do so much more for your longevity, for your health, for your prosperity, for your mental abilities, it, 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 for your body. It does so much. But this one is not about the meditation process. I'm just bringing it up because that is part of what I've done and continue to do around this situation. Now, why am I talking to you about sustained stability? And for some of those, some of you out there who might be listening and says, ah, whatever, good for you. But where I'm concerned, it is something that I think 
at this particular time, I'm going to say it is my forever teacher because I can get moody. I can get where I don't feel it, even if it's something that I normally get excited about. I can get a case of the blues and the mads and be like, no, I'm not feeling it right now. And so having sustained stability convicts me when I get in those times. And it's kind of like that beacon or that lighthouse on the shore when I've lost my way on the dark waters to say, hey, this is the shoreline. And if you need to come here to get replenished, you can. But if you need to use it as a point to keep going, you can. Just don't crash. Don't crash into the rocks. Don't cause yourself to not be able to keep going. And because of that, when I look at it that way, I was reminded of this um, little movie that I watched when, you know, younger and it was um, Finding Dory. Um, No. Yeah. Finding Dory, I think. Anyway, Finding Nemo, not Finding Dory. Finding Nemo. It's Dory, the character Dory, who is forgetful and all this kind of stuff. And but she had a famous saying in there and it spoke to me deep down inside. And whenever they would get turned around, whenever things would go wrong, whenever they would get confused, she would say, keep swimming, keep swimming. And my one of my breakthroughs to even daring to approach trying to be sustainable in my st- stability was that I had to learn that it did not mean what I thought it meant. It did not mean that I had to be unchanging, unmovable. It meant that I needed to continue to move in an unmovable way of diligence, consistency, and and support, and uh, being able to not get thrown off of my course, not and 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 to not be thrown off your course. It takes more wisdom because sometimes the course does change directions. It does change. Um, it's not the course is not always a straight line, and even having the uh, wisdom to know when the course has changed and I'm still trying to go the old way is part of that sustained stability because I have to remember that sometimes I'm going to suffer injury or even loss because of how the course takes me, the obstacle course of life. But I have to do that without giving way or yielding to the first and foremost. And that is, for me, this stability is to show up, to show up and be me, to be the best me I possibly can be. I'll just be honest and tell you one of the one of my aspirations is that I am able to be myself while being able for that to be enough to receive um, all of the, the necessities in life that I need. My biggest goal is to be able to receive handsomely for being me. And that means that I have to Learn how to be the best me I can be that's helpful to me and to anyone that I come in contact with. And so that means for me that I have to get a stability uh, about staying healthy and mindful and um, accommodating and uh, making sure that my coffers of self-love and assurances are always full and that my ego is well taken care of before I go out and try to interact with others and, uh, you know, so that I don't strip away and pull from them. And so even just trying to sustain that type of stability has been very hard. It continues to be hard. But I just want you to know that as I'm sharing this, I am really hoping um, 
against all hope that this podcast gets in the hands of the person who needs to hear this. Okay, so let me go on and get into how you can start having a sustained stability for your win. All right. So one of the things that I have also learned is that even though I might think I I suck at it, people are like, I don't know how you do that. I don't know how you work for yourself. I don't know how you write books by yourself and nobody is demanding you do this or that. I don't know how you get up and just, you know, make money uh, to take care of yourself because, you know, you're on your own. And I'm like, wow. And when I look at it through other people's eyes, I'm like, I must not suck that bad. You know, and so it's like, okay, sustained stability is really slick. You know, it makes me think that, you know, you're not getting it. But other people say you're getting it better than me or or something like that. And it all comes down to keep swimming. Um, I uh, remember when I was a little kid, I had a bike like everybody else, but I got fixated on a pogo stick, a pogo stick of all things, a pogo stick. And so my mother, bless her heart, she got me one for Christmas. I got that pogo stick and of course I would try to get on it and fall over, get on it and fall over. But one thing my mother told me, she said, I would watch you out there on the, you know, the driveway trying to do your little pogo stick and everybody else was riding their bikes in circles around you and laughing and all this. And she said, one of the things was, she says, you always had the gift of perseverance. She said, you wouldn't give up. And she reminded me, she says, not one time. She said, I bought that pogo stick thinking you were going to be like, mommy, I don't like this, you know, get me a bike, a new bike or whatever. And she said, you never did. And yeah, I got to the point where I could take my pogo stick and I could go downhills, uphills and everything with my little pogo stick and my, my, um, family. So, you know, my, my, my siblings, they got to the point where they they were like, I want to learn how to do a pogo stick and everything. I could do a pogo stick, you know, dancing from side to side and all this stuff. And I remember I used that pogo stick until the rubber, um, stopper underneath it wore so thin that it was no longer safe for me to use it when it would hit against the, um, the, uh, concrete and stuff, you know, sparks would be coming up. And my mom was like, that's it. That's enough with the pogo stick. Give it up. And, you know, uh, cause Plus, I was getting too big, you know, to be on that little kitty pogo stick. And I say that because in in that time, I remembered something. I remembered that it took stability to try to train myself to have a center of uh, focus. Um, I didn't know at the time, but a pogo stick requires the same type of balance that it takes to be on roller skates, to be um, a roll, an ice skater. You have to have a central of line of stability. And at that time, when my friends and things would ask me, well, how to do, you know, do you do the pogo stick? And I would just tell them, you got to find your rhythm. And, and, and I didn't know the word muscle memory at the time, but I would tell them, find your rhythm. Once you find your rhythm and you jump at that rhythm. And I said, you can even hear it in your head. And they look at me like she is so cuckoo. But I remember finding my rhythm. And then I would go on to learn that I was also building muscle memory. It's kind of like riding a bike. When you learn how to balance yourself on that bike, it can be years, but you'll get back on that bike and you'll remember and find your own central force. I like to even think of it as a true north. And so sustained stability, and I can't say that word, those two words fast, so y'all bear with me, has taught me that I'm always looking for my center 
And I'm always looking for my true north because that is how I'm going to be able to do the supporting, the upholding, the bearing from below and carrying the weight and suffering the injuries without giving up so that I can hold my firm position and I can resist sudden change that would come to try to deteriorate and tear down. Yesterday, I talked about what to do when trouble comes and I talked about the the strong energy of um destruction and um, how to to wail against that. And I'm going to tell you, if you build this muscle of being able to sustain stability, when destructive times come and those fires try to burn down, you're going to find that you come through like a refiner's fire of purification, where you be, you come out of it stronger and purer and um, better able to handle the next fire. You know, I, th- I always think about the fire next time from James Baldwin, but I'm not I'm not talking about that book today. So let me go back and continue to give you some more insights about how sustained stability works. And I'm going to tell you, sustained stability, it produces winners. Let's just face it. It produces winners. And when I talk about winners, I'm not talking about people who are now um, necessarily trying to run a race against other people. No, I am talking about stability, being able to... Uh, help us find that balance between our social and personal awareness. It teaches us and how to be able to pay attention to others, but also when to focus on ourselves, how to run our own race, how not to get sidelined, depressed, and waylaid by other people's accomplishments. It, it helps you to, to get a point of focus that you can obey no matter what's happening around you. Um, I've talked about Jerry Seinfeld's Don't Break the Chain exercise that has been so powerful for me in helping to strengthen this muscle of sustained stability. And that is, I have this app on my phone. You can just search it. You search your your, your uh, apps um, for a Don't Break break the Chain. And what it is, is each day, if you said there are certain things that you're going to do, like if you want to start learning how to meditate, you put that on your, your little app. And each day you can tell at what time and it'll send you a reminder that you need to meditate. And the goal is, is to keep it going. Don't break it. Don't miss a day. And it's as simple as that. And that creates that sustained stability in that area where it becomes part of an ingrained habit. And yes, you may and probably will fall off, but I'm going to tell you, if you keep that app on, eventually you're going to stop ignoring those notifications and get back on it. And each time you'll find that hopefully you're able to do it more and more and more and longer and longer and longer to where it just becomes a part of you. Like, you know, brushing your teeth, combing your hair, taking a bath, you know, washing after yourself. And no, just just the regular stuff. It will become part of your utility of being who you are. All right. So the next thing is, and this is a big one. So listen to me when I tell you this. Part of being able to build the muscle of having the, the st- sustainability to be a stable person is to never succumb to confusion. One of the biggest things that I have had to deal with is the onslaught. I, and I'm talking about, I think it, it it's actually part of this energy of resistance, of confusion. There are times, and I wish I could say it was moments, but sometimes it's days, weeks, or even months where all I do is make sure I fight the good fight. 
about not falling into the confusion of too many options, of too many desires to to go this way or that way. I mean, I have to sometimes tell myself, pick one, finish it, and you can't pick up another until you have finished this one. And I don't know if you've ever had to do that where somebody else was not standing over you with some type of punitive power or action, but it's real hard to not succumb to confusion when there are so many things that need real attention, that need uh, to be solved, to have to not ignore, because you can't really ignore them, but have to know they're there and work on one that has a higher priority or a better yield so that if you can stay focused And uh, on that one, it'll help you actually fix the other ones. And so that's another one. And then this is the the one that I feel like I'm in right now. And I almost was like, I don't want to talk about it because it hurts too much. But I am currently in a training course of personal development to learn how to train myself for the terrifically terrible. Oh, yes, the terrifically terrible, because that statement is true. New level, new devil. You think that you have it bad at one situation, but let you succumb, um, let you overcome that and get into another level. After the honeymoon period, the terrifically terrible will show up. Stuff that if you looked back and said, oh, that me could have never handled this. And this me is is showing signs of concern. Then you need to understand that you got to train for them because you can't go around them, under them or over them. You have to go through them. All right. And and as I said before, that means that you have to make your race top priority. You can't Ignore it and just go off and do something else that's easy because it's going to haunt you. It's not going to go away. If anything, it's going to get worse. There have been many times when I would have loved to give an ostrich a run for their money when I wanted to put my head in the sand and, and, and pretend like it was just going to go away only to find out that it got worse. And so having to face those things and train to deal with the terrifically terrible is something that I wish... I didn't have to do. I wish I didn't have to tell you that it was real, but it is. And I would be lying to you if I didn't say that. Now, this one is something that I was like, really? But when I started getting to it, I had to realize that, yeah, this is true. You know, um, one of my themes for this year, and I think I, I, I may have spoken about this, but I've talked about how, you know, you can have a theme uh, for a year or whatever. So my current theme for this year is done is the new perfect. Yep. Done is the new perfect. And that was to break me out of some of this confusion, break me out of some of the looping and the issues that I had. But in going through this year of done is the new perfect, I was confronted with something that I didn't realize. And that was this, that good is the enemy of great. Good is the enemy of great. And what I mean is, is to be done with something is to make sure that you don't succumb to the trap of it just being good enough. You don't succumb to the least viable effort. And the reason why you don't succumb to that is because it's an illusion to make you feel like you're advancing, but all it is is creating more work, more time, and more emotional distress. Because if you only do good enough, then you're going to always be doing just good enough, but never advancing, never succeeding, never learning, growing, and getting above the stage where you are. Do not get despised when you see others throwing good enough out there and seeming like they're winning because they're not. What they are doing is all they're doing is taking away 
the the vehicle that they're in to put themselves in a sinking ship that when they lose that sinking ship they're going to be down to just trying to pedal just to stay above water so continue to do your best continue to put in your best effort while getting done because if you are great at what you do see the thing about greatness greatness makes you only have to do it once or maybe twice but good means that you do it all the time. And babies, if you got to rewind this, back it up, listen to that again. Just like I said the other day, because somebody wrote me about that, when I said, don't make your fear your friend, I'm going to say, don't allow good to come in and trick you because good is the enemy of great because good enough will always keep you always having to work, never succeeding. But greatness may extract more out of you But once you become great and you do great things, you don't have to repeat yourself. And that is part of the trick that um, lies for us in the obstacle course of getting to sustain stability. To be stable means that you keep ground, you keep advancing, you don't lose ground. And good makes you lose ground. Great makes you keep and advance on the grounds that you do gain. And then the next thing is, is I want to just say this, that stability encourages investment to thrive. And what I mean by that is invest in yourself. One of the best, longest investments that you'll ever make is in yourself. Whether that means experience, proper education, apprenticeship, I've talked about in another podcast, or whatever it is uh, with your health, with your body, with your abilities to think, to be, to do, invest in yourself. And because it will make you stronger. And as I said before, with the sustainability part of this, part of that is that you have to be able to bear the weight of the structure. You have to be able to bear the weight of burden to undergo the experience, to suffer loss without giving or injury without giving way or yielding. And because of that, that means you have to be strong enough. If that means that you have to go to a therapist and get that warp thinking uh, or those tendencies taken care of, you do it. If that means you got to go to the gym or you got to eat right or you got to spend time with your kids and your family, whatever it is, you have to invest in yourself to continue to thrive because sustain stability to win requires that you be strong, that you keep swimming and that you understand that good is the enemy of great. So yes, my time is up. You guys, thank you so much for yours. I'm I, I'm emotional about this one. And so thank you. I appreciate it. Don't forget to check the show notes and thank you continue for those continuing to use our Amazon link at michellespiva.com forward slash AMZ for all your Amazon shopping. We appreciate the help. And until next time, I'm going to bid you adieu. And thank you, my lovelies. I'll talk to you later. Bye. And that's going to do it for today's podcast of Wisdom Smack with Michelle Spiva. If you like this podcast, please help us get the word out. Like, comment, subscribe, and even share. And if you really like it, please help us continue to get the word out by considering using this show's link for Amazon. So when you want to go to Amazon and you do all of your general shopping, 
uh, please use michellespiva.com forward slash AMZ. It's simple as that. It doesn't cost you anything extra. And this show might receive a little bit of commission that will go towards helping to further get these episodes out to you and to others. So thank you so much for listening. This has been Michelle Spiva with Wisdom Smack. Bye.